Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of This Is Sex Podcast. Hi, ladies. Hey, hey. hey how y'all feeling today? Great. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. It is, but today is Friday. Feeling good. Right, right. Got your cocktail. Yes, yes. Little red cup over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought, you know, this would be a great evening for us to chat um, because it's a special occasion. Did you look at your calendar today? Let me know what it is. We're celebrating a year of This Is Sex podcast. I mean, the pandemic was pandemic and we were just out here talking and we were like, other people should hear these conversations. Yes, they <laughs> I mean, we've had some great conversations about all things sex, like Yoni Steams and Pipe Dreams. We talked right. about side Mr. picks and side chicks. Oh my gosh, right? We had some good ones, some good yeah. ones. Mm. So I, I was sitting here thinking like, okay, so, you know, it's been a year of business sex. We will continue to have good conversations, you know, about about everything that's going on. And I figured maybe we need to spice it up a little bit. Okay. And I thought it'd be perfect to invite some friends to mm-hmm. uh, to give us a bit of a, a different perspective, right? We got, yeah, we we we've got some, you know, we got public health, we got OBG, we got woman, woman, woman. But we need some testosterone in this mix. Like we need to talk to the fellas and see, you know, h- how they're living. How are they living? Like what's going on with them? So I invited our good friends, you know, dedicated listeners to the podcast, mm-hmm. Earl and Scott, to join us tonight so that we can talk and just just see just see what's going on out there. All right. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to both of you. Thank you for joining us on our little one year anniversary. Uh, thanks for the invite. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you but two are VIP. We got some ground <laughs> rules tonight. Okay, well, oh, okay. Well, come on, Mr. Educator. We got to keep it real. We got to keep it raw. Oh, nothing is off limits. Mm. Yeah, those are my kind of rules. Real raw, raw nothing you, off limits. That's how keep your three raw. favorite aunties do it every yeah, hey, There you go. <laughs> keep it raw all the time. Some people like it like that. Mm. We we not about to start. See, this <laughs> early in the podcast. Early in the podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Real raw. Okay, yeah. Some people that hey, you might have to use that in other situation. <laughs> but you know what? I'm just gonna get right to it, right? Because we have men here. I think we need to take advantage of having men. Like we, we're we're talking to each other, and even though we have you know different intersections at which we approach things, right? We're not guys, and so I just want to know. You know, there's this whole thing about the orgasm gap, right? This whole notion that essentially heterosexual men are most likely out of all sexual orientations people of all sexual orientations to have a guaranteed orgasm right when they have a sexual encounter with the partner men who have sex with women are more likely to get a nut women who have sex with men are the least likely of all people Mm. sexual Mm. orientations to bless a nut and i just want to know I mean, men, why, why is that? You know, no, no pressure, no pressure. You know what's sad though? Cause there are actually, there's statistics behind this. Mm-hmm. Women who have sex with men, 70% of the time that they have a sexual experience, they will not achieve an orgasm. Mm. 70% of the time, which mm. I don't know about y'all is a lot. That's more, it than, is a lot. That's that's a more lot. than average. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, so then the question begs: Why do y'all allow the new generation? Scott wants to know which generation are we talking about? All of y'all. All of them. All of them. All of them. The question is: Why do men allow themselves to be so selfish? In the sheets. 
Uh, I think it just depends on the individual because the individual woman or the individual man. The both. individual, both, yeah. Okay. Because, because when you're supposed to be, your goal, of course, is to be pleasing your partner. So if you, your both of your goal. goals, if you if each one of your goals is to please each other, then both should in should leave uh, with uh, uh, pleased, right? One would think. Yeah, I was gonna say you statistics show that that does not happen. Statistics show that over ninety percent of men are getting theirs, and then but saying, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna go holler at you later. Because I think a lot of men probably don't realize that you guys have to get your stimulation. Like I think a lot of them just think from just a regular vaginal, uh, you know, penis to vagina sex. Is gonna give you that, but it has to be clitoral stimulation for you to get yours. What did you use your power? Are you listening to this is sex, y'all? He's been listening. Yeah, I, I remember this. With a whole lot of communication. Oh, look at Earl. Okay, I wish you guys could see. Earl just kind of did like these two upside down fingers, kind of yeah. like a, you know, like a, a clitoris. Yes, yes, yes. You don't have all those 8,000 nerve endings for nothing. Mm. And, then the, and then you got to get up in that G spot because the, the clitoris goes back up in there. You got to curve it up. So it, there's more to the clitoris than what meets the eye? That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Okay, let's Okay. So, Scott, you were saying something about communication. Uh, yeah. Cause I mean, it's now I can tell you. Yeah, they say, they say some women don't get orgasms. I faked a couple of nuts before, so I could uh get on up out of there and roll out. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going deep. That's the end of the podcast. We we are going deep because you know what? It it is so it's often that women will fake for whatever reason. Sometimes they're in pain and won't say it's a lot of women having painful intercourse and don't speak up. Sometimes, you know, for whatever reasons, they're not being like, I'm tired of you humping on me in the wrong way. Like, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, baby, that's it. But can we can we pause for one second? With a PSA to all women to not ever fake an orgasm. Please what don't. you're doing is training your Teaching partner. Teaching them. Never please you. Yes. That's going to be their go-to. Like, well, they got her off last time. I'm going to get her off this time the same mm-hmm. way. And then you just have a lifetime relationship with that person of unpleasing sex. End of PSA. Continue. But, tell me. I need Scott to tell me how you, how does a man fake an orgasm? Because I know how we do. I know how we do. How do you how do you know? I think like I went through the motions of actually coming and I didn't. So you know what? You know what? I ain't doing that because I'm not leaving with blue balls. I'm gonna get it off and just be done. No, and go. No, was, uh, I mean, <laughs> she just was not good in bed. That's all it was. She just left. Okay. He said he was doing research and his research partner was subpar. Yeah. So he just ended the research study. Needed a new lab assistant. But this was when I was younger, you know, you know, when, when mm, you're younger, mm, you're just trying yeah. to, you know, throw your dick in anything. But, you know, as you get older and you start doing more research and actually, you know, communicating. Qualitative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not quantitative. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hmm. Okay, let, hmm. me ask, let me ask the fellas a question now. So do okay. you think that there is a difference or do you think there, yeah, do you think there is a difference between um, the ages in women? Like, do you feel like you're able to get off younger women versus older women versus women that are in your age group, for example? Um, it, you know, if you do that kind of research, I'm assuming that, you know, men do all the kind of research. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you feel like there's a different, it's easier to get someone off when you're younger versus when you're older. Uh, you said, do you think it's easier now to get, to get a, a woman an orgasm now versus when you were younger? You are you asking for the age of the woman? Actually, both are actually good questions. How about start with, do you think it's 
it's easier as you as being an older person, it's e- it's easier now to get someone off versus it was when you were, let's say, 20 or 30. Or did yeah, you even because, think about but, it when you were 20 or 30? No, I, I, it's, easier, it's easier now because I know more what I'm doing than I did when I was 20. Yeah. Yeah. And what hmm. about the age of the woman? Do you think that matters? I think an older man will please a younger woman more than a, a younger man will please a younger woman because he's bringing that, that experience. Mm. Okay, mm. Scott, wait a minute. You said, well, you said something about a, a particular region? Yeah, DFW area. What about, what about the area? You've been throwing your dick in a whole bunch of stuff doing research out in the DFW area that you <laughs> in a whole region? <laughs> I'm just saying that's wow in, in in the DFW area since I've been living here in, in Texas. I mm-hmm. honestly don't per se. I mean, I more look at the atmosphere where the person is and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, like I said, the younger, you know, you do all the little hooping and the hollering and everything else going out to the clubs and partying. Because I'm 47 years old. I ain't got time. I don't, I don't have time to do all that mm. no more. Mm. Mm. Get the job done and do it quickly and do it well. Do it efficiently and get up out of there. Well, this seems to support what, what Earl was saying in terms of, you know, older guys having that experience, you know, kind of knowing, knowing what they're doing. Right. So then let me ask you this, since we're talking about ages. So I think we have a good spread of our age group here i mean we're kind of in the same but you know it's i think between valen and earl there's you know a few years i'm gonna out nobody's age and call nobody old or anything um but do you feel like as you age what you want in the bedroom is different so you can be more efficient Hell yeah, look, I ain't, I ain't got time to got kids and babies and jobs and presentations and certifications and shit. You don't know, have fucking time to be fucking for an hour and, and a half. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, your vagina, and number one, wasn't made for that. Number two, you, you have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to get it in the morning or get it in the afternoon, remember, you have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I got an like hour that. for lunch. And I did not want to be spending the entire time. Do I got to eat? I got to make a phone. <laughs> Okay, I got stuff to do. So I need. Oh, <laughs> I, I think I think that if as you get older, especially if you're married or long term relationships or whatever, you just have it, it can become routine. Saying, yes. you know, the fun of it now is just still trying to find things to make it more interesting or, you know, spontaneous times and and you know, just more creative ways. So it's not just the same old thing. All so the let, time. Me, let me ask you this, because you made a controversial statement the last time we had you on, and it was a couple women upset with you. You made a really? statement. That said, yeah, you did. I mean, if you go look at the podcast, it's a note on there from another dedicated listener, but you made a controversial statement that said there are certain things that you won't do with your, that you wouldn't necessarily want to do with your wife, but you would if you were just dating someone. I think that's a real ass comment though. I, I got to support her. No, well, I think that's a, that's a real, I mean, no, somebody want you to sugarcoat it. Go ahead, finish that. Go ahead. So the question, wait, let me ask the question. So the question is, you just, you, you just kind of alluded to it that, um, you know, you in a long-term relationship or when you're married, you know, it's different. So do you feel like it's easier to make a casual partner reach orgasm versus a long time partner. Oh, wait, say it again. That's for both of our guys. You wait, say it again. Ask it again. So, it do you feel like if you're having just casual sex with someone, that it is easier to uh, have them achieve orgasm and you're willing to, you know, go on and spin them on the fan and do all that you do so they can get theirs? versus a long-term relationship um where you like you just said you know you're trying to mix it up or whatever which do you think is if the ultimate goal 
and we know this is not always the goal, but if the ultimate goal is just to have an orgasm, do you think it's easier with a casual sex partner or a committed relationship partner? I think a, I think a committed relationship partner, because I would think that if you're in a committed relationship with somebody, you're going to do more with, that you probably wouldn't do with just a casual person. Yeah. There might be some things that you're not willing to do with this casual person because you don't know what all they doing. But, you know, you know, like with a casual person, if you're married or you're in a long term relationship, nine times out of 10, you, you're not you're not wearing condoms and you're not doing all that. So you're not, you know, having to worry about safe sex. You're going all out. When you are with a casual person, you should be responsible. You know, if you're responsible, you're practicing safe sex and, you know, you're wearing condoms and you're making, you know, you may not want to have oral sex with them and stuff like that, especially if it's the first time, whatever, you know, you may, it just might be stuff that you're not willing to do with a casual person that you're willing to do with your long-term person. So I would say that you're going to probably, you know, give more pleasure to the person you with. And if you're really in a re loving relationship, you know, it's the mental part too, you know, the mental part I'm just trying to give you a chance to redeem yourself because you pissed some people I, off. I, 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 I don't have to redeem myself because I because I stand by what I said. I don't get they can be mad all they want to because it's the truth. It's just certain things, it's certain things that, that you might would do with a casual person because you don't care if somebody like what? Like what? Them or, yeah. I, no, I, I, I mean, since we're there. I mean uh, like I mean, details, I mean there might girl. be people. There might be people that might be into to group sex or something like that. I wouldn't like if if it was you know I wouldn't want to do that shit with my wife. But if it's somebody I don't give a shit about, you know, you go in the room with him. I don't care. You ain't my wife. You ain't my woman. Mm. Scott, you are quiet over there. What what are you? What's your take on on, on what Brother Earl just dropped on us? How do you, do you agree with that? Like. Is it is it better or, or do you think you're more reliable with a long term partner and helping her to achieve an orgasm versus reliable? Uh, Come on, reliable. Did I, I know, right? Because I reliable or not. Is this reliable dick or not? Okay, uh, that's the question we, we got time. Oh, we got presentations. <laughs> is the dick reliable? Uh, okay. It's like you say, I think it's all mental on whoever it is that you're, you know, that you with. Because some females, one female may bring out something more to you than some than the other female might. Like BD, um, BDSM. One mm -hmm. female may be into it, the other one may not. But you don't know that you're into it until you know you actually start bonding with that female. Now, if it starts off casual, then yeah, like you said, you're using condom, but in the end, if it starts going away from using a condom to sticking it in raw dog, then there's some kind of, let me see, how can I put it? Uh, then there's really some strong feelings there. The other, the other reason why it's easier too, if you're in a long-term relationship, and you guys have, you know, have sex regularly, you start to learn what that person likes. You know, start to learn a certain spot. One would hope. To learn. One would yeah, hope. You, I mean, you should if you, uh, you know, you, you should. So because you start to know those things that she likes, um, you know, you know what spots to, to hit or what areas to lick or kiss or whatever that, that turns on more so. Whereas a casual person, you don't know that yet. No. I'm just saying, you know, Earl, what you saying sounds good, but I'm still trying to, 70% is a whole That's lot. The, you, you I mean, come on, come on. 70%. Because, because, well, here is the thing. Men who have sex with men and women who have sex with women are still both more likely to yep. bust a nut than a woman having sex with a, with a, a vagina owner and a penis owner. Yeah. Because because it's still the 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 stimulation. A lot yeah. of guys probably really still don't realize that you have to concentrate on the clitoris more than just dick and pussy. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you guys get your orgasm from from that. So you have to concentrate on that. 
to give it to them. If you just, you know, if you just, if you don't, if you ain't, if you're not stimulating it long enough for her to get there, then she's not going to get it. You're right. So you got to, you got to be ready to get down there to that motherfucking jaw lock up on you or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You got to keep going. Because like for me, for me, for me, you're right though. You're right. Because for most women, you need you need some type of stimulation of the clitoris for, on average, at least twenty minutes. So if you raw yeah. and going in there, and three minutes later you done, whether she fake yeah. it or not, you should know. Ain't nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. We need y'all to get down there and praise it a little bit. Just <laughs> I mean, twenty minutes, okay. And she said was- she needs you down there twenty minutes. Yeah. If she ain't let it from a brother um, licking her in under 10 minutes, something wrong. But you know what? Um, I think he just said he got reliable dick. I mean, he, he, he may. He may. But you know, I think I think, I mean, because some people don't know, some people don't know what they're doing. Um, from the research. Licking all around it. The, re- the research lab, I think some people know, right, like, it's been a lot of, like, I don't know how dudes talk to each other about sex. Well, I don't know. They're like, bro, you got to lick the clip. I don't know. So I think some people, it's like, okay, now it's like they know, like, you know, there's like a radar, like this vicinity of, like, you need to stimulate it. But I think some people, like, there's a difference between stimulation and, like, finessing, you know, like a craft. And I think mm-hmm. maybe it's, you know, skill level, mm-hmm. comfortability. That's mm-hmm. actually a good question for the for the men. Okay, so obviously here at This Is Sex, right, the three of us are incredibly comfortable with having a conversation about sex with three of us, family, friends, whoever will listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And I and I imagine in all of our personal friend groups, we are the per- we are the person that people come and ask questions and stuff to. So I think we're I think women in general are very used to having conversations about you know faking orgasm things like that. Do y'all in in men groups like at the basketball game or when you watching the football game? Do y'all sit around and be like, "Yo, so how do you give your girl an orgasm?" Like because. I, I I would imagine that we learn a lot from each other. Most women social learn learning from it, each other. That's <laughs> a good question because women. I mean, do that? No, do no. That? Because let me tell you, men that are in relate married men or or men that's men don't sit around and talk to other men about the sex that they have with their wife or the person that they care about. They'll talk about if it's. Uh, when you're younger or whatever, you might talk about it with somebody you just fucking you don't care about, but you you ain't talking about no shit you doing with your wife with your friend. That just don't happen. So then, who tells you or how? Where do you learn? Or get better, right? Like, because I mean, we, what? if we faking orgasms over here, how do you who like? How, do, do you wait for your woman to be like so, um, Earl? So I mean, no, you talk to you, you, job, you should be but, like you talk to other women. Who, who better can tell? Oh wow, that? this is getting deep. I'm like, we but you gonna talk to other ones? Now, see, no, I'm I not, think I'm not talking. To, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, Ooh, okay, about, back it up. I, man. Need, I need to go about, fill up my company. I'm not talking, about, I'm not talking mm. about like if you married and you talking to other women. I'm talking about like. You know, sometimes sex conversations do come up. You know, group of friends. I, mean, I know they do with me, right? And, like a female person. Find out what we do. Right, right, right. All of those questions that others may deem inappropriate. Yeah. But if you don't have but, but your when you, when you, when you get friendly neighborhood age, sex educator, who do you talk? I mean, you just. But but we but so we're talking about what we should. It should be that should be at a younger age. When you get to our age now, you should be knowing what you're doing. So you shouldn't even really need to have those conversations. But but stick a pin in that. So knowing what you're doing, but then life, right? Like, like you know, males of a certain, you know, black men, when we get to a certain age, you got stuff like high blood pressure, diabetes. Your dick ain't working like it used to work. You know, the sex ain't sexy like it used to be. The dick so, is not as reliable. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten to that point yet, and I hope I don't. So uh-huh, I'm, I'm uh-huh. Mine still, mine, mine still work. <laughs> so. Okay, so, hold on. so, so Scott, 
where you learn how to do, how to be, how to have consistent, reliable penis. I want to ask my brothers because like women I mean like we send like I will send my friends pictures in lingerie like does my ass look good in this you know like before before you send it yeah we like there is nothing off guard like have y'all had period sex have you had a a curved dick before like we we talk about everything I mean like you said Earl to a degree you know if it's Sort of the, the more important the relationship is, the more general it might be. Like my friend said, you know, Erica might be like one of her clients said. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, we still will have these spaces where we're talking about like sex, sexual health, sexual encounters. But like y'all just are not talking to each other like that. I'll say for me, sex wasn't brought up in our household. So I pretty much learned, you know. Do the old school way, do the magazines, do the VHS porno tapes, and learning what to do, learning what not to do. Research. I mean, I didn't tell everybody, yes, you know, all the females or whatever that I was, you know, having sex with or whatever. I just listened and observed. And then, to be honest, I had one of actually the way a female taught me how to eat another woman out was another female. How the females like research, right? Yeah, search. Valen, why I look like you land? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just very intrigued because I'm, you know, part of me is like the world needs us because it's we need to have more men, like more guys, because. As much as like there is like all this stigma and stuff, and I mean, you know, it, I, I've never walked life as a black man, but I'm just saying it's like it's so much like social learning. Like I remember my friend taught me that like you lock a zipper by pulling the little flap down. <laughs> so random. It's not 1800 talking, but I'm just saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. There is so much we get from just socializing and i think men are socialized so much to not do that like to like they don't even talk about health issues regularly yeah so like you use the example of medications and just you know different health concerns that they may be dealing with that may impact their sexual performances and experiences and they may or may not share that with another man and may or may not even go see a physician to discuss it either until it becomes like an just, argument or a problem with them in there. But the majority well, of the there ain't no are, there are there's men, not, there are no women. There's I think not, it, honestly, I think if it, if it was more women giving, you know, men, you know, prescription pills or whatever, I think that'd be more, I think they'd actually be more straight up with the man than some of the other men. Wait, wait, wait. Say that one more time, Scott. If I had a female doctor, I think he she would probably be more straight up with me than my actual male doctor. Mm. Oh. Hmm. oh. Okay. I think that yes. I'm sure that depends on how what the level of comfort is. Cause I mean, I, I have you know, I, I assume that I, I see female patients. So I assume that female patients are comfortable with talking to me about sex and intimacy issues and things like that. And what I've learned is that I have to have a relationship with that person before yeah. they'll open up with certain things. But part of that is because we've made it so taboo to say, you know, I don't have as much sex as I want to, or I don't have enough pleasure during sex, or my partner doesn't know how to please me. What do I do? We don't, have that conversation enough and I just I it's it it blows my mind that I can sit around with two very strong women and say okay now how you do this how how do you put the chains on to make sure I can get out what's the safe word (laughs) but there's not but but it sounds like that men don't have that same safe space opportunity like there's nobody there's not not there's not one man in either of y'all's lives that you feel like you go to and be like look my wife is tripping she's saying i ain't doing it right like you so great question so you would you would talk to another woman about that or you would talk to your partner about who would that conversation if if your wife because both of you all are married if your wife said hypothetically hypothetically <laughs> no it's fine it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't. It won't. I 
if your wife said it's just not hitting like it used to um mm-hmm. we got to figure something out what would be your first response or your initial thought like oh i need to talk to dr j or you know but what i mean what would you be your initial thought like damn I mean, I would probably just ask her, okay, well, what, what, what is it, you know, what do you need more from me or whatever? I would just ask, if she said that, I mean, she obviously would know what the problem is. So, okay, well, tell me what the problem is. Like, she would be the one that had to tell me what it is, not nobody else, because she's the one that's not satisfied. So she would have to tell me what it is that she needs for me to satisfy. The conversation would have to be with her. Okay. I just feel like it seems like, like in y'all younger years, there's a fuck ton of trial and error. And I just feel like, can we avoid some trial and error? Like, can we like, like? Well, I think I think it's. But see, it's not just men. Young women don't know what the fuck they're doing. True, true, true. But I feel like but as a young us. woman, as a young woman, huh? I can go and be like, "Yo, um, Valen, um, Jen, how you suck at this? How do you suck?" It? And I would say, you know what? Here's a banana. That's a good point. So look, we, we talked about this before. You have to remember, like from my age group, when we were younger, it wasn't, it hasn't been, you know, it's more in the recent maybe 15 years or 20 or whatever. But at one time, like in the 70s and 80s and shit, Man was lying about me. I don't eat pussy. I don't do that. That was a yes. lie. So, yeah, because there was walking around sitting and shame around. Yeah, it was a stigma and shame around it. Yeah, so nobody was going to talk about it because they didn't want nobody to know they was doing it because they was going to get teased. Now, now people, now people don't. You know, hell yeah, I do it. You know, like it's it's it's. it's but it's still a stigma for women because you're not about to hear. It's almost it's almost like a woman will be like, girl. He was woo woo woo. He was, but when a guy does it, be like, yeah, you know, she sucked this dick and blah blah blah. It's always a negative connotation with women as it relates to almost anything related to pleasure. Well, it's also put down. It's almost like calling somebody a bitch, like suck my dick, you know, like. Exactly. I mean, you know, okay, but why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> I mean, you know, well, ain't nobody say, oh, you know, but I'm, I'm saying like it's a, it's a put down, right? Like, you know, bitch suck my dick. I'm not saying nobody said it to me, but I'm just saying like, you know, it's like, oh, this bitch suck my dick, but it's not like a, I mean, you want your dick sucked, really? Oh, <laughs> you know, like you, you want your dick sucked. Well, so why would you, why would you put it in a, in a negative, you know, how it used to be with men? If a guy is saying, telling his friend. That about a woman, it's about a woman he don't give a shit about. Yeah. Period. Because he's not going to say that kind of stuff about the woman he cared for, his wife or the woman he loved. He's not going to do it. He's not going to have those conversations with people. He's not going to do uh, it. You going to have them conversations? Or are you, you going to tell somebody? Huh? I said, Scott, is he going to tell somebody? Because mm. he got real quiet. My business is my business. Hmm. Okay. I can say the only thing now, I will admit, yeah, some females do go back and say some things because I say this. I had it was a long, 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 long. long. Research assistant. It was actually the girl was having sex with my brother. They came over to my place or whatever. I mean, she was cool and all everything. And my brother went to go use the shower. I'm sitting in the living room watching TV. She comes out and says, you know what? I don't want to fuck your brother tonight. I want to fuck you. That was what she wants. Yeah, I looked around and I was like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but then you go back to your brother. I mean, but that wasn't... Hey. But they wasn't. What you what did you go do? Tell your brothers, like, hey man, you want to might want to take a longer shower. <laughs> <laughs> I took it. I mean, I just said okay. I mean, I thought she was just you know blah 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 blah. But shit, next thing I know, eleven o'clock at night, 
I'm getting the dang on ring on ring on my doorbell. Like, who the fuck is talking about? I mean, but of course, you know, like I said I was younger back then, back then. Mm-hmm. Way back then. Right, 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 right. I mean, now I wouldn't do that now. If a girl come up and say and said that to me, I'd probably get like she's crazy. Mm. Mm. But did you go back to your brother and compare notes though? Oh, good question. Well, that's a good question. Oh, Dr. Clay is early tonight. I can't <laughs> wait to season two when you hosting us, when you leading us. I'm just. No, I ain't telling you. Actually, I didn't tell him until about maybe, what, five years ago? Before oh. you called into the podcast? You're going to hear it for the first time when this airs. You know what? I knew, I knew you fucked her, you motherfucker. I knew it. <laughs> you know what? My. my uh, Someone in my lap. <laughs> Someone from my research. A, re- a research, a research associate or assistant. <laughs> assistant told me mm. a story about their associate, but no, nah, fuck it. Back in the day, my roommate and I, we uh, we we both had a spin in the same ride, and we mm. compared notes. I mean, we. <laughs> We compare notes like, oh my gosh, like, did you do turbo? Yes, I did turbo. Like, <laughs> turbo was good. Like, yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, yes, girl, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna have to, you know, but yeah, we, mm-hmm. but see how, see how that helps you though, right? Like, yeah, you, you have a situation like that and you're like, all right, well, this could not go, this is not gonna go right. Could have been but bad. You're like, how, how did you get to turbo? How, how did you flip right. this? Movie? I should try yes. it next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I feel like I, I think every everybody every the, the bottom line is still the conversation has to be with your partner because everybody everybody doesn't like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you it, it, it has to be from your partner. You You're know, some people don't like certain yeah. positions. Some people don't like you know this or that. So you have to like it's like guys. There's a lot of believe it or not, it's a lot of guys that don't care about blowjobs, getting a blowjob. I'm not one of those guys, but <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that's a deal breaker like, for me. But that's not you. That's not but some guys out here. Yeah. yeah. So when I hear, well, oh. I've, heard, I've, I've heard, you know, some of my friends say, "I look at him like I cry, like for real, like you don't I'm like." Oh shit, no, not me. I got. I don't make them now. Have that. If you wanna, then you know, hey, hold to marry you, baby. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I did some. I did some some brief research and I, I had a feature on uh where was I featured at? Cosmo? No, I really was featured at Cosmo. Yeah. And I just sort of hit up a few of my trusted male friends, you know, some married, some single. They all know what I do. So I was and it was about uh uh fellatio, right? Like oral sex on a man. So I was like, well, a penis owner. So I was just like, you know, like what are your like what tips like what's important to know like for the world to know about like how to suck dick well and I was so surprised as I would say it was probably like five of them like from you know like high power execs to like I mean I don't know like my homies but whatever anyway what I was surprised by was everybody was like take your time like I got the from from the guys of like take your time and like you know, like make my dick feel like the only dick that you want. And, you know, and, and it was just kind it's of the like, only oh. one in there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just devour the dick. Devour okay, the right, dick. But, but it was just kind of like, oh, like the, like the same things that like women would say, like, you know, like build up like that intimacy and like, you know, let the arousal gradually grow and all that stuff. But, you know, I mean, they did have some practical ones, you know, like a lot of guys said, like, you need to hold it at the base um, and support it at the base. And uh, I was just like, okay, but I was just surprised that it seemed like every guy really spent a lot of time saying like, take your time. And I thought that was so interesting. I would say they were probably about from early 30s to early 50s. They want the same okay. things that we that women do. Yes. Yeah. Like, a good question would have been, is that how they provide oral sex to their partners? Right, right. Hmm. You might have I to know, go back. I know and- one of them does. <laughs> From the research lab. I, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> 
I think you might need to I think you might need to go back and, and redirect that question and say, so is that how you provide oral sex as well? Yes, yes. We need to back up though because like when, like when when you started you made the statement that 70% of women don't get the orgasm from heterosexual sex, but they're they more they get more orgasms from having you know lesbian sex or whatever, right? Yeah, but 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 now you put it out there, so some people might be wondering like why, but it's because that because when that, two the, women, ha two when two women, women have, sex, have sex, it's all they know what feels good to the to them, but it, but and the they whole, concentrate the, on the clitoris. Right, because that's that's all they both got. <laughs> so uh, the whole sex act. Well, no, it's not that, that. That's not true because I mean, if they use women can have sex and one have on a strap on, so yeah, it may saying, not be. But it's, whatever, they know what right. feels good and what but gets the, them the, on. Right, and the majority of the, their sex is clitoral stimulation. They just spend more time on the clitoris, and I think they're. Exactly. I think because um, it, I think because traditionally heterosexual men are not taught to have sex that's pleasurable for their partner. They're taught to have sex to get off. They're taught to have sex to procreate. They're not taught that sex is supposed to be just as pleasurable for their partner as it is for them, that they like bypass the whole clitoris. They just- Or they don't know They don't know what it is, how to find it. They got a map, they looking all around it. I, they, think, I, don't, I don't think it's, maybe, I think, I think maybe at one time, but I don't think nobody in our generation and stuff is just thinking that well, women are not supposed to have sex. A, I don't think I don't think nobody in our generation and younger think that women are not supposed to have pleasure, pleasurable uh, pleasure in sex. I think that it just may be a lack of education. Like men, a lot of them may not realize really like how extended the clitoris is they may just only think it's just that little button right there at the top mm -hmm. and they don't realize it's the side you know the little side and goes back inside and to stimulate all of that and, and to how be, long and they to need be to fair, go and to be fair Errol, there are a lot of women who don't know that, that. don't know that yeah, yep. that's, yeah, so there are that's a lot of women who don't know that that don't know that they can stimulate other parts of the vagina and still stimulate the clitoris at the same time so i mean yeah. you're right it, it probably and you have and you have to be a non-selfish lover like I, when I'm doing, I'm doing it to please her, and I, if I know when she has that orgasm, and I ain't gonna stop. Like I sometimes she tell me, oh, "Okay, I'm not like, nah, you didn't get it yet." Like, I ain't stopping to, you know, <laughs> like I'm okay. not gonna stop. You better not be faking. You said something a couple minutes ago. What was that? Huh? huh? I said you said something a couple minutes ago, Scott. Oh, I said it back then. I said. You're muted. Call it purple sex. There we go. Purple sex. He just laying on top of her and he just having sex with her. And she oh, just the color purple sex <laughs> on so, top of me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it was for, for them, for some of them back then. Oh, Lord, I don't want now. color purple sex. Oh, I know, ever. Ever, please don't well, let me have. Yeah, but like you were saying, you know, I'm going to stay down in there until you know, she comes, but then you have some that afterwards, shit, they don't lock their legs up on you like a pit bull, and they won't let you um get back on it. Why a pit bull? Scott said I'm reliable. Remember that. Research. He said I got reliable Sorry. dick. Reliable. You want to go on record saying reliable okay. dick? Okay. He said a reliable dick in the DFW area, so I'm sure it's going well, to be. Okay. Not all over the DFW area. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. No. Oh well, ladies, what do you think? I mean, I think these guys drop some some gems. I mean, you know, there yeah. still is a need for. I think there's a need. I think we need to have them back. We have guys in in a lot of these conversations more often because, um, I mean, clearly they're they're getting all differently. Do you know how but, like we we the cool aunties? Y'all could be the cool uncles. Y'all could be the people that the brothers go to when they're like, yo, my wife said I ain't hitting it right. What do I do? I'm gonna tell you one that's kind of that I kind of like to use. That's something I don't know if they ever abuse it. It's a little card game called Sex Talk. Okay, Googling it now. 
Okay. You know, you I know, so I know of two. I know yeah. one one is called I, I think table table topics. Yeah. And I've used that hard. in therapy. Yeah, and that's a whole bunch of they hard. got one like that called sex talk. Because actually uh, actually a lot of people actually use for they, they definitely use Instagram now to advertise their business. So sex talk is real good. Okay. Yep. 69 questions for better sex. I yeah. may or may not have that on my shelf in my office. It's okay. <laughs> I may or may not be placing an order for it now. Excellent. I'm, it may or may not be over in my office right as we speak. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at Okay, come through Scott with the practical, re- practical motherfucking resources. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. This is why we this is why we need more men on this show, right? Because we, you know, we have uh As y'all ain't giving me no resources. <laughs> we well, I, I, I think that I think that the women though, if they're in long-term relationships and all that, well, it goes for both men and women though. But if women is trying to figure out how to get more orgasms from their man or whatever, if they're not getting them, they just have to just, you know, they have to just tell them. Talk to them, tell them what what, what they like and and what yeah. they would like more of, and because yeah. otherwise, if you like you said before, uh, Doctor J, if you if you're not if you're laying there and you're making him think that he's pleasing you, and he's thinking he is, and he's doing all this stuff that he thinks that you like because you're acting like you like it, that's he gonna keep doing that, and you're gonna keep being unsatisfied. Yep, yeah. exactly. So then, Don't so can it. I ask one last question then before because you know. So because you brought that up, so then as like, as a heterosexual man, how would you want your your partner to bring that to you, right? Ooh. How would you, how would, what would be not offensive? What would make it so that it's an open dialogue? Because I think that happens, we get questions about that all the time. How do you have a conversation with your <clears> partner <throat> when you are unhappy or unsatisfied or you want something different or you want to introduce something different? How do you do that in a healthy, positive way? So as a man, how do I bring that to you? I'm gonna say, well, what? don't say it in a text because you got a lot of females that love to text. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think some oh, of that yeah. is generational, but I, that that is so good. Scott, Damn. You- don't say it in a text because I'm like, Ooh, come on, come come say come say what you got to say to well, me. What? I, I think a good way for them to break they, if they're kind of nervous about how to say it you can start off by asking him is there anything more that you that you would like for me sexually and then that'll open the door for her to be for her to tell him like ask him first what what more does he like and so he's oh yeah i would like if you did this that that then he may either ask you or when he finishes okay well that's cool but let me tell you what i would like more of Mm. you see what i'm saying i suppose to just coming and say hey um you know you're not pleasing me enough i want you to do this you could be like hey babe hey you know, in sex, is there anything like you know that I'm not doing that you want me to do more of, or anything that you would like to do that we don't do? And like, start off by asking him first, and then it'll open the door for you to say it. So it doesn't look, seem like look at Earl being a coach, not a I just need to put y'all on retainer because I'd be like, Look, man, yeah, but <laughs> this no, hold shit on is now. not popping, yeah, but hold on, but then you gotta watch out for that one to be like. That you asking that question to them, they be like, make sure that they don't go back and talk to their friends. Be like, hmm, what got them to ask that question? Hmm, what dang on female they've been fucking that got them trying new things now? Oh, you know what? Ooh, okay, oh, 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 oh. You, there you go. Well, I mean, she they never asked me to choke you before. Yeah. <laughs> but you got, well, you got to remember though. That. But but think about this though. That's that's what I'm saying. If you come, because if you if she can't turn around and get mad about that, because she's asking you that because she really wants to tell you what she wants, so you can hit her back with the same shit. And I'm 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 gonna ask this. I know the answer to this because Dr. J says this all the time, right? But we gonna have we gonna have the the men confirm it to us. You don't want us to tell you that shit when we when we in the middle of fucking, right? You don't want me to say, hey, Earl, uh, to the left, you're not doing it right. Do this right when we're doing it, right? You would prefer us have this conversation when we're not having sex, right? Like go for dinner. 
No, not me. I, if we we doing it, I don't mind if you say, "Hey, you know, move over a little bit or do it right. Stay, stay right there." You know, so, yeah. no, I don't mind that. Well, yeah, that, but not the "I am displeased" conversation. Yes. Do you like? Well, you see, you, see, but see that—that's a loaded question because it's a difference of just totally being displeased or just wanting to do a little more, introduce more, and stuff like that. You know, like you can still be having. Good sex, but you might just want to try some new things, different things. It's a different. It's all depends. Like if you're totally unsatisfied and it's just garbage sex and stuff, of course that's a different conversation. Yeah, this is a good. This oh, this y'all think that's so good. This is a because you know shit is nuanced, right? Like my friend, she always talks about the necessity of nuance, and it's like yeah, it's easy. But like like when you get hot and you know when it's hot and busy, that's not the time. But I think Earl makes a good point because it's like why we want to waste the opportunity to make okay sex, good sex, or better sex. Like if you need to go a little bit to the left, or like if my back hurting because you know I'm short and you tall, maybe you know you need to go ahead and hit it from the back. So like let's switch, mm-hmm. let's go ahead. You know I think like but what we're all saying is like communication is going to help you have better sex get more of the sex you want but like what that communication looks like what it looks like with your partner like it all is so so nuanced mm-hmm. well you know what, I, what i've learned too is that sometimes it might be stuff that you want to do and you might like sometimes you don't communicate you'll be getting you know you can let anger build up or you'll be like man she don't ever do this no more this or that so sometimes you just have to take charge like like, like, for instance, for me, I'll say a little personal stuff. Like, for me, you know, like for women, you know how you hear guys complain about it. So, oh, when we were first dates, she used to wear lingerie all the time. Now she's getting to be with her old ass moo moo on and some shit like that, right? Yeah, moo so, be so comfortable. So, Just let everything so, hang. But, but, but what I learned was <laughs> instead of being upset about it and saying, damn, why she don't buy? I'll go buy it. Here, I bought you this. And that, and you'd be surprised at how, how much that worked. You know what I mean? Instead of mm-hmm. me waiting, for her to do something, she probably would. I, I, I was just surprised. Hey, I bought you this, and boy, that was it was it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's also the thought, the intentionality. You did it. Mm-hmm. You charge. Maybe she likes, you know, gifts or you know, all of that that might be the love language for for a lot of women. Effort can 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 initiate desire and arousal. So a lot of times you can do something like that has nothing to do with sex necessarily. And that will start it. Like, oh, 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 okay. I'm going to take a shower. I'm I'm shaving my legs tonight. I'm going to make this cake. (laughs) (laughs) But it's little, I think a lot of people like it's the little things that that has like you said it has nothing to do with sex that would lead that would make sex better like you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know like like for women even like for me it's the little things for me like if if like if you're in a relationship and you know you marry you might wash your husband's clothes or whatever you saw this nigga's socks then got old you know and you just something say hey, babe, i washed it i saw your socks are starting to get a little dingy i bought you some new socks that 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 means a lot to me you know what I mean? Just little stuff like that. And the men have men the same way, you know? The same thing. Because we all can get comfortable and just start taking each other for granted. Mm-hmm. And stop doing little things. Like, like, like I've noticed, like for me, I've been taking the initiative more, like, especially with COVID, we've been sitting in the house a lot and just everybody just kind of got in this like lazy mode or whatever, right? And uh, like last weekend, we had a ball. Like we went, I, I called and I, I surprised, we went and did a couple's massage. And then we went to a bar and got blitzed. <laughs> and we just had fun. You know what I mean? But it was just something that we hadn't done in so long. But sometimes you just have to take the initiative and do stuff. Now, what I found over over time, and, and like again, it goes back to the young versus the older men. Women love to a man that's going to take charge. Hey, I made us reservations to go here today. Hey, we, hey, we going out to eat here. Or, hey, you know just take charge and not like what you feel like eating. You know what I mean? It's like, like you go to dinner, where, where you want me to take you? Like, no, nah, I made reservations for us for, for go to child today. Um, we're going at seven. Opposed to like what you feel like eating. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's just taking charge sometimes. Okay. 
Any final thoughts? Like, that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You're making sense. You're making a lot of sense. Y'all. I think we just, I think battling is slowly. <laughs> but those are things, those are things that I had to learn. I'll, I'll be 51 next month. So those are a lot Happy of things. Happy early birthday. Thanks. It's just things I had to learn over time. And people, you all, you also have to take accountability and look in the mirror too. Because at one time, like, you know, we had marital issues or whatever, and you, you get to blaming the other person. But I had to look in the mirror and realize what role I played in it too. Mm. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of like, you didn't do this and you this and you that. So I was like, okay, well, what, what did I have? What did I do maybe to make her react that way or what What am I not doing that's fucking this relationship up too and when you can both be real about that then, and you can fix yourself then you know you can make a lot of things you can fix a lot of things but people nowadays so easy to give up that's another topic for another day okay damn okay so we got two three four follow-up topics for y'all to come back on yeah Scott is pledged with the resources and the recommendations. <laughs> we picked some good little guest co-hosts it's for like, today. You know Let's work, Valerie. Like they have us back, okay? What? Can exactly. Tell us which topic we be talking about the next time? Mm. You know what? We we should have a do one. Like I mean, I know your your platform is more about sex, but nothing makes sex better than a healthy relationship and people know how to communicate with each other. So we should probably do. Like a little town halls uh, podcast when we talk about relationship stuff, you know how to um, communicate better with each other, men and women, and, and stuff like that. Okay, you down, Scott? You got resources for that too? Uh, yeah, but hey, like you said, there's a whole lot of topics I could then go and uh, bring up. We gonna let we gonna next time we gonna let Scott choose. We gonna tell him. I can see his 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 I can see his brain turning. Like, we got some stuff percolating over there. Mm. Okay, well, we're so thankful y'all were here. Yeah, but it's like you know, as, as you get older, you know, it's all about that communication thing. So mm-hmm. if you got someone that is not good at communicating, then you know how you gonna fix it or all the other crazy shit. So. Healthy relationships and communications when Earl and Scott will be back with us. There and you go. That's where we going? Nope. I don't give relationship advice. I just give you my opinion. But, but, you, but you know what? The opinion is qualitative research that there you can go. help us. There you go. Don't try to back up out of it now. You, you stuck your foot in there. Because the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? I'm sure all of right. us probably have stories that can fall in any of those categories. It, it's not necessarily about advice. It's about those experiences. Yeah. I, yeah I, but I, you I know, Dr. J, you made the announcement. These views are not self-set podcasts. <laughs> but you know, you know, Doctor J, you you mentioned that book a few minutes ago, the Five Love Languages. But you yeah. know, what's funny is that that book is what made me look in the mirror and say, "Damn, it's not just her; it's you too." Mm. It was from reading that. But I, I tell people all the time: I don't care if your relationship is great right now, or if you have them problems. Best to read it before you start having problems. But yep. that book is—I think everybody in a relationship need to read that book. If you're serious about about having a healthy relationship and trying to do the things that make your partner happy and you guys are serious about making each other. Because that, when I was reading that book, it was just like the lights was coming on. And it went from me being mad and saying she ain't this and she ain't that to saying like, nah, nigga, some of it, this is you. Mm. I'm going to give you another one to read then. I don't know if you've read it. It's by Brene Brown called The Gifts of Imperfection. I love her and she, yeah, I think both, both of those, I haven't recommended uh, the gifts of imperfection, imperfection as much, but, uh, but definitely the five love languages. And I'll mm-hmm. tell people, even if you don't read the book, you can go to their website and they have they a, quiz. a little quiz and yep. the quiz takes 
five, 10 minutes. And I think it's, I mean, it's not as reflective, you know, the book is a journey, but the quiz at least helps you to say like, okay, my, my, the way that my partner likes to give and receive love might not be the same way as me. And that's a place where we're having a miscommunication at. So. And that's where, that's where it helped me because I would get mad because I knew what I liked. So I thought the things that I liked, like giving gifts and stuff like that, that's what I was expecting back. You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I realized that because I'm thinking, okay, this is how you show your love. You 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 know, you buy them nice things. You do, but like, no, nah, like, okay, she liked the nice gifts, but niggas, can you pick up your clothes out the corner? Okay, <laughs> you know exactly. And that might, be, that like that. might go a lot further in your house than getting her right. nice bag. And that's and that and that's what that's where it helped me. Like, say, damn, it's so much more to it. It's like, you know, and it, it was just a light that went on for me, and it. it but the thing of it is, if you read the book, both parties have to be in a state of mind of wanting to make things better. Yep. I mean, oh, that's you a guys good... have given us a list of resources and tips and shit. I mean, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, this is what we do. And ladies, what is this? This, this is, is sex. sex. 